I wanted to be Beyonce. And then I wanted to be Oprah Winfrey. Did you think about these women being black women? You know what? I don't I don't think I thought about that at the time, but I think it was just subconsciously like these women kind of looked like me. Hey, I'm Elle Devine and you're listening to Growing Pains. Today I'm joined by one of my bestest and oldest friends in the whole wide world, Davina. She is probably one of the most over accomplished people I know. I've never known anyone to use their time more wisely down at the very last second. She was head girl at school. She was the lead in the musicals, on all the sports teams. She's written for Galdem magazine. She's studying medicine at UCL and still manages to be popular as fuck and be the life and soul of any party. So, as you know, I'm a singer-songwriter. My main inspiration when it comes to songwriting are my experiences navigating through adolescence. So I decided it would be a cool idea to invite friends, family, and just generally cool people to the recording studio and chat about their own coming-of-age stories. Hello, Davina. Hey! So, to break the ice, um, I want to see a photo of you um, when you were young, when you were a teenager, when you were growing up. Um, yeah, so basically I was scrolling down my Facebook. How far did you go back? Like, all the way back. Oh my god. Okay, just uh, can you explain at? what's happening in this photo? Oh please? my goodness. We were literally unpopular. Okay, so I was wearing like one of my favourite outfits. It's a cardigan that was like asymmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> and an orange top underneath with a belt. Classic, the and belt we were, of everything. Yeah. Well, we were at the gate and we wanted to take some pictures. So I found a wall in the corner <laughs> and kind of was just like, how would you describe that pose? She's got a hand spread across the, ro- um, the wall, one foot propped up. <laughs> That's what she is. looks like, have you seen Princess Diaries when she like foot pops when she has her first kiss? <laughs> it's literally that pose, but like even more dramatic. <laughs> it was in public, I iconic. don't know, but. You look so cute. Oh, and her eyes are like pointing to the sky. <laughs> the face is straight now. <laughs> okay, so who, who, who was this girl on, this fo- on these photos? Oh my goodness. How old, how old are you in these photos, like roughly? These are from like, like t- nine, ten years ago, I think. Um, so I was about 13, which is so weird. It's weird looking at these because, I mean, a lot of people tell me, you look exactly the same. And you do, though. You, I do, yeah. We all do, though, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, so like, I feel like I do look similar. But in terms of, like, who I am, I'm so different. I feel like if you could see what I looked like then inside and what I look like now, it would be, like, unrecognisable. So when I look at these pictures, I'm like, it's very much me, but... Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I know who I am better. But I was happy. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at these pictures and I knew I was happy. How content on a scale of one to ten? I'm yeah. a ten all <laughs> Me and Davina used to do this thing when we were at school and we'd oh like goodness. come up to each other every day at school and be like, we had, it was called the contentment scale. And we'd be like, how content are you on a scale of one to ten today? And we were very we low. We were like, we were like 12. And what problems did I have? And I was like, I'm a 1.2 today. People, yeah. We used to ask <laughs> everybody. I didn't do anything at school. I didn't even turn up. Davina, like, People you were had... like, I'm a 0.6 today. <laughs> and we were like, oh my goodness. I still kind of ask because James Park wouldn't get with me. <laughs> probably that was probably what I was crying the about. Life was so hard. Um, yeah, life was hard. Um, <laughs> if you could describe her in three words, what would you say? Oh my goodness, I would say that she was. <laughs> she was fun. I feel like she was a fun time. She was. She was. When I was younger, I was kind of bossy. 
which I like <laughs> now. I'm, I'm, you know I'm what bossy, you, right? I feel like you were you were a bit bossy then, and then like that kind of went away, and then it came back like when you came here and you like yeah. owned it, it totally again. Like I, it's like that campaign that they did where all the women there were like famous women like Beyonce and stuff, and mm-hmm. they they did this campaign called the Bossy Campaign, and they were like, "I'm not bossy, I'm the boss." Yeah, and now I feel I like yeah, that. like I'm owning it. Yeah, <laughs> so I haven't changed in that sense. Um, and what else? Um, like hardworking, I guess. Yeah. Which yeah. I always, like, I always yeah, have, you know, totally like, I still am. Um, you are. You yeah. know what's really weird? Like, when I grew up, I wanted to be, like, a pop star. I wanted to be Beyonce. And yeah. then I wanted to be Oprah Winfrey. Um, And I was like, yeah, I want to be Oprah. Like, when I was younger, people would be like, what do you want to do when you're older? Were and I'm you, like, I want to be Oprah. But when you say Beyonce and Oprah, were you, like, aware at the time that, like, did you think about these women being black women? You know what? I don't, I don't think I thought about that at the time, but I think it was just Obviously, subconsciously, subconsciously, like, yeah. these women kind of looked like me. Yeah. You know, and it, it felt more accessible or achievable or more Close empowering. To you, yeah. Exactly, to see these women. Yeah. Um, but then I guess, like, you you grow up and you become more like realistic and people are telling you, okay, to be more realistic. Like, why don't you go for this? And since I did well in There's school- There's still time for you to be Oprah, do you know? I know, I still <laughs> want to be Oprah. You don't, I think <laughs> you're that. that. Or Michelle Obama. <laughs> Can you tell everyone who doesn't know you where you grew yes. up? Yes, so I grew up in Newcastle. And what was it like growing up in like northeast of England? Um, yeah, it was good. I guess I didn't really know any different. Yeah. That's the thing. It's only moving away that I look back and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Um, I think one of one of the things that I wrote about in my Galdem article was yeah. about like not growing up with people that looked like me. Yeah. So obviously as a black girl, um, mm. I literally didn't have any black friends in Newcastle. You were like one of three yeah, black girls were not yet, though, right? Exactly. Which is so crazy. I was one of three and we weren't like close like that. Yeah. So it was In our much... group, definitely, you were the only yeah. black girl. Yeah. So exactly. Crazy. So that's like looking back. Obviously at the time I wasn't aware because I didn't know any differently. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I can see that that didn't have a negative effect, but being around people that look like me now, I can see yeah. how much it's allowed me to grow. 100%. So that's something that I, when I look back in retrospect, yeah. that's like a big thing. With, with that in mind, like what was school like? With- yeah. Um, I don't know, school was like, I always absolutely loved school. Like, mm-hmm. and as I said, I, I feel like in general, I was always happy. Mm-hmm. I think it affected me kind of subconsciously in terms of like beauty ideals and beauty standards, because you have to understand like if you're growing up around people that don't look like you, yeah, 100%. all you know, all the standards that you're gonna create are gonna be based on your environment. Yeah. So I thought, okay, my nose was kind of bigger than my other friends because like, it's, it's my mm-hmm. ethnicity, it's more yeah. of an African nose and I have like African features. Yeah. Um, but I used to like hate my nose because I thought, well, it doesn't look like other people's and nobody else has a nose like me and this isn't like attractive. This isn't what a nose should look like. Yeah. Um, so I used to just think it was like ugly. And then my hair, for example, like, my friends had long, straight hair, and my yeah, hair was- Can I set the scene of the girls around us? Like yes. every, <laughs> every fucker in our group had like blonde hair, like you know when girls would yeah. like put all the hair on one side and like flip oh my God, it over. Yes. We would- All of that. We were lame. <laughs> yeah, it was, the, yeah. that was the thing. Like that was the in thing. Yeah. But my hair wouldn't do that. Like I have this kinky, like 4C black girl hair, and nobody else had that kind of hair. So I used to be like, oh my gosh, I wish my hair was straighter. I wish it would grow. I used to straighten it. 
I hated it. Do you think we like? Do you think like friends at school? Do you think we ever made like an effort to ask you about being black? Mm. No, but I don't even yeah, think I was asking myself. Like it right. wasn't uh, even a conversation that, I was having with myself. So yeah, and you, well, you said in your Galdem article that it, it took you like twenty-one years to yeah think yeah. about these things exactly. It was kind of like, it's, it's, I just grew up like a normal, I don't know, like a normal girl. I didn't even think of myself as like, I am a black, black girl. Yeah, totally. It's like, I was just like one of, one of the pupils in my class. And my parents always brought me up as in like, if you work hard, you can do anything that you want to do. They, I never had this kind of conception of like, oh, as a black person or a black girl, yeah. I might face um like boundaries or hurdles I didn't have that which was really great yeah it was always like if I work hard I can achieve whatever yeah, I want totally. and my mum and dad had always said that so like things like going for head girl and and yeah. going for like the lead role in plays at school like that never being black never stopped me in mm-hmm. a way that I've heard people talk about being like scared oh I'm black so I'm scared to go for right, this totally. or that one. I never had that so that's like a really good thing but at the same time I just not having that conversation with myself and thinking oh maybe you have this insecurity because of your skin tone um, I think that kind of stopped me. It kind of hindered my growth in a sense. Like I could have grown faster and like done better for myself if I'd had these honest I mean, conversations. I mean, you with did myself. absolutely amazing. Yeah, school, no, you I'm were so proud of myself. Just like internally, oh, you, do you know were, what I mean. You were like an inspiration to like everyone in that school. Everyone, like Davina, <gasps> not just. You know what the funny like, thing is you, when you talk about all these things and you know the like comparing yourself to all these people. Like I can't tell you enough how much everyone wanted to be you at school uh, like i uh, genuinely you were the most loved and popular and like achieving per- oh. like you were a, the light in the sc- in our year definitely in school so nice. everyone loved you you everyone's <laughs> it was amazing and yeah i feel like school was a good time yeah we had yeah we had a yeah, good time our school exactly. was amazing as well yeah like having said all that i absolutely loved school like secondary school was the best yeah You were obviously really, really good at school, but you had a fun time as well. Yeah. Um, and we shared some <laughs> very naughty and fun times together. We went on our first ever night out together when we oh were 15. Oh my God! I just wanted to get, I wanted yes. to get into the juicy stuff, sorry. Um, okay. Yeah, what was, oh, what went down that night? Do you remember oh anything? Oh my but... God. We... <laughs> we went to Purdue. Purdue. Is anyone listening? I don't know why I'm asking if it's live. <laughs> No, but but people who people who have seen Jolie Shaw will know exactly what oh, Purdue no. is. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Purdue is social butterfly. I don't think that's a night anymore. Oh my god! But social butterfly was, was probably the lamest night ever. <laughs> but yeah, that was our first night out. First night ever. Whose ID did you borrow? It was not even it, real. It wasn't real. No, wasn't it like someone from your hairdressers? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was. Um, this is how funny like uh, this is there are no black was, girls no in black girls in newcastle wow. the one girl you had to borrow off you checked you check the barrel look nothing like each other it wasn't even it wasn't even here's the first time though it was this it was like my mum's there was a black girl that worked at my mum's hairdressers she wasn't even my mum's hairdresser it was yeah, she just worked that's there a, that's a reach that's and she crazy. was i was reaching like, i was breaking <laughs> my back to find to find some ideas i was like anyone please <laughs> Bless, and she understood. Yeah, um, and yeah, so we went out. That was a fun night. I had my first kiss that night. No way, I did. Wait, yeah, you were called Jamie. Okay. Ew, gross. I think I, I told got my like mum the next boys day. That night. Did you? Disgusting. So, can you tell us off mm-hmm. the back of that? Yeah, our naughty times. Can you tell naughty us a story times. of when you were a teenager that you would never want your parents to know? 
I'm um, sorry, Elaine and David. That's really <laughs> hard. The only thing that I can think of, and I'm pretty sure I've only told one person this. It's not even bad. Oh God. It's not even an interesting Are we story. we a secret? <laughs> but basically, no, I feel really bad even saying it. It's not even bad. Shall I say it? Just say it. Okay, so basically, I can't remember how old I was. This is naughty for me. Um, <laughs> my dad had like told me off. And I was like so mad at him. I was like super angry at him. So when he was out, like basically he had... <laughs> My What's face is like he had some um, clothes drying on the rack, okay, in the playroom, <laughs> and like I got a pair of scissors and snipped <laughs> and like what? snipped a little cut in the arm you know of what? his jumper. No one knew. I bet the snip was literally was like. Really I bet it was the tiniest thing. I bet oh it was like a fucking needle. I to this day feel awful. And then like maybe about a week later, he like got he was wearing the jumper, and I heard him in mum and dad's room talking about oh like oh look at this and he was showing my mum and he was like oh I must have caught on something and oh, like, oh that's a shame like, I really liked this you're jumper you're too cute man if that's the worst thing you've ever away, done bloody hell I still feel really quite bad about Mate, it you're saying if he knew <laughs> he doesn't listen well, to this he knows he's so now. disappointed Which song did you have on repeat when you were a teenager? I would say it would have to be a Beyonce song. Of course. Because anyone that knows me knows that I am... Obsessed with Beyonce. Unhealthily obsessed with Beyonce and I will be for... I know everyone's well. obsessed with Beyonce, but like Dav- that doesn't like Davina is obsessed with Beyonce. More so no, than all these people. People don't understand. <laughs> and it's a grown woman obsession now. Yeah. It's very valid. It's I'm not being crazy. She's amazing. She's amazing. The best person ever. So... I would say my, the song that I had on repeat, maybe I would, wait, I can't think. Can you give me one? No, it's your, this is your question, man. Just all of them. Halo. I loved Halo. And I'm going to say Halo because Halo. I don't know if it makes sense, but Halo used to be, you know, when you're having a sad day, you're feeling you sorry for yourself. I significant. I actually specifically remember a moment where I was like really sad. I was crying about something, and I like shut myself into my wardrobe and listened to so Halo. Dramatic. I love that. No, listen to Halo, but the live version. Oh right, okay. When she did the um, I am Sasha Fierce tour. So yeah, I, I love Halo. So Davina was actually the person that I sent my first ever like cover original song mashup to. It was a cover of um, Beyonce's Mine. And then I mixed it with like my own song. And I recorded it in my bathroom, um, just on like a webcam. And yeah, I sent it to you and you were like, oh my God. Like you were over dramatic as usual in like... <laughs> I always so would complimentary. send you like a good paragraph oh remember my God. when you would send me stuff I used Proper. to love sending their songs remember you sent me a few and I sent you like these a, literally a breakdown of how I felt about each I song I don't mind these songs were shit <laughs> no they weren't amazing and you had to open it in notes because it wouldn't open in ah, whatsapp this is and a dedicated friend man she's amazing she's a real like, you are literally the I've been obsessed with you and your songs and your singing oh, since you so showed cute, me man. like I'm so 
proud of you. It's weird when I think about it, though. Like, when I look at... So I was watching you on YouTube today, and I was like, that's my friend. Oh, and I was like, that's Liv. Remember when you used to just be, like, in your bathroom? Yeah. With your bathroom acoustics, <laughs> playing your own little songs with, like, really bless bad my, sound Bless quality. my mates, me, like, inviting them for, like, a fun sleepover, and then they had to fucking listen no, to me, like, in the bathroom. Right, everyone get in the bathroom. <laughs> my tiny it. It little bathroom. You said something really interesting and quite deep mm-hmm. in the Tomorrow Magazine piece that you wrote. Ooh, uh, yes. Me, um, and it was about when you looked in the mirror and realised the person you are on the outside and who you are on the inside are completely different. Ooh. And I just wanted to know, like, what is the difference between those two people? Yeah. I think it's... I guess it's that realisation that... I think when you grow up, you begin to, like, understand the world differently and you go from, well, I mean, I remember going from just doing my own thing and not really caring about like what I looked like and stuff to all of a sudden having this realization that you are perceived differently by different people. Like people look at you and say like, that's attractive, that's not attractive. And people are like judging what you look like. And I remember thinking, looking in the mirror and seeing myself and thinking, is that what people see? Um, I, I'm quite self-assured in myself. Yeah, um, I think that like, I'm quite confident inside and I know who I am, but I guess mm. it's that realization that, other people don't know you yeah. the way that you know it's yourself. It's interesting, isn't it? It's almost like the outside view is what belongs to everyone else and right. the inside only can ever belong to you. Yeah, like- and no one will really know that inside. So mm-hmm. it's, I think when I had that kind of realization, it was me starting to think, what do people think? Like when they look at me, what do people think when they meet me? What and how does that relate to the person that I actually am? And I think that's when you have that kind of, the fear of coming across in certain ways, saying yeah. the right thing, like your reputation mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, it's a really weird thing and it's still something that I'm like kind of trying to understand about myself and being able to marry the person that I am inside with the person that I am outside. I read this amazing quote somewhere which was saying that like true happiness is when the things that you think and that your actions in the world are united. Yeah. And I think that's like that's so, so true. Yeah, Being yeah. able to like live your that's truth great. and but it's and it's also about saying you know however I come across to other people doesn't really matter because yeah hundred percent I know who I am. Do you think you got like a greater understanding of yourself when you moved to London? Like how did moving yes. to London change you? I've grown so much. I think since mm. I came since I moved to London, you are you um, do seem just so sure of yourself. Do you think? Do you oh, think I'm 100%. different? Yeah, a hundred percent. You just like really. You, you are so sure of yourself, so much more sure of yourself. You can really oh, see cool. it. Yeah. That's cool. But I don't know that it comes up because obviously you like know me really well. So. You're a grown one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I think I really grew into myself yeah. more. And I think that happens when you move away from home. I think when you're at uni, um, when you're at school, sorry, um, you're in this kind of bubble. And I think that general priority is that you want to fit in you don't want to stick out too much you don't want to stand out from the crowd 100%. everybody's kind of wearing their hair in similar ways and wearing the same jeans crazy, and the it? same shoes and That's, that was the one the thing same i was stuff. like so excited to get out of school because i was like i can dress how i want exactly crazy, isn't it? no for real like my, even my style has kind of changed yeah. since i left school because it was like i don't want to wear skinny jeans anymore i want to wear these baggy jeans yeah and you're you're just in this environment so at university or even where even if you don't go to university you just put yourself in a new environment you're meeting different people from different backgrounds like at school i know there's a little bit of diversity in terms of like your upbringing and stuff but 
you tend to be around people that grew up in a kind of similar way. way to you. Yeah, definitely. Whereas at university, I came into contact with all different types of people. I was making friends with people that I would never have even crossed paths with. Yeah. And um, crossed paths with in any other like circumstance. And I feel like it gives you the opportunity to say, like to experiment a little bit. Mm. So beforehand, like you have this. So even for me, like I was head girl and people knew me to look like this and do this and act like this. Whereas at university, like nobody knew who I was. I could I could do whatever I wanted and be yeah. whoever I wanted to be. I it's definitely feel like you had more changed. fun at uni. Yeah, I'm, for sure. I noticed that when I saw you, like when I came to visit you and you oh, yeah. and I stayed with you, like I was like, whoa, this Davina's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was kind of, I just felt more like free. What would you tell your younger self if you could if you could go back and tell Davina yeah. on the photo that you showed me yeah. what would you what would you say to her ooh I would tell her to not be afraid of being different and standing out and knowing that it's a good thing I would tell her I'm very big on like self love and knowing your value and things like that um, and I'd just be like just love every part of yourself because there's literally nobody else in the world that is like you that looks like you that has what you have um, and that is your power and just love every single part of yourself I would condemn myself every single time that I said something negative to myself about the way that I looked that's, or something yeah, that I did cool. because I look back and I'm so sad like all of this time that I wasted being like I wish I looked like this I wish I looked more like him mm is just it's so that's like so wrong that's not kind you need to be kind to yourself yeah i would say be proud of everything that you've done everything that you've achieved and know that you can literally do and be anything you want to be yeah and just continue being happy that was really beautiful you're oh you're such a legend man you make me honestly you make me feel (laughs) things i love you so much i love Um, you I'm Elle Devine and you've been listening to Growing Pains with my guest today, Davina. Thank you so much to Levi's for letting us use the studio. Stay tuned for more. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify or wherever you find your favourite shows to be updated with each new episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've got two options there. Hey! No, it's cute. That'll be cute. It's a race. No, it's man, it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. The first one was fine. How about?